Welcome to Modern Day Abigails. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform and where we can become the women God created us to be. getting ready. So if the Lord came back right now and saw us doing a podcast to teach people about Jesus, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wouldn't that be a way to go? Right. I do not want to be going by being lazy in my bed. I don't want to go by just not doing anything or I don't want to go by doing something I shouldn't be doing. You know, got to the point now I'm like, I'm going to the movies. Everyone, we have, we just started kind of going back to the movies and we're kind of sitting there thinking, um, is the Lord going to like this movie? Should we be watching this movie? We thought it was going to be good. I'm not sure now, you know. So how do you want to Jesus to find you? Joanna? Well, let me, let me just say what Anna is talking about is she is not talking about it's it. We can take breaks. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying don't take a break. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. She's talking about being lazy in your. I'm not talking um, about being a rest. Rest in your Jesusness. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, uh, the Lord talks about rest. The Lord gives us rest. In fact, Ray was just giving the message. He created one day for us to rest. Right. Uh, Ray's message in Ezra was about getting rest. Yeah. Um, So I'm not talking about resting. Okay. She's talking about being complacent yes. and no. dang near you to the point of uselessness yeah. in your Jesusness. Yeah, I think it's um, apathy where you just don't really care. I think that's the word. You yeah. don't really care. You're not motivated. You're just like, whatever. Concerning the Lord. Yeah. Concerning, concerning the, the Lord. Lord. Concerning your relationship with yeah. the Lord. It's okay to take a nap. Yeah, it is. Yes, please. In uh, real life. If you're it's okay to, to take a nap. It's Go okay ahead. to not work 12 hour Believe days. Me. Ray sends me for naps. Anna, you need a nap. You need to lay down and take a nap because I'm cranky by that time. He's you like, nap. Yeah. There's been a couple of times he goes, you're taking a nap because he knows I haven't rested and I'm getting cranky. So you're right. Naps are fine. Yeah. We're She's talking, talking about, about complacent, complacency in the, apathy, in the Lord. Yeah. Apathy where you just don't really care and you're just like, whatever. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, um, so, but, so let's look at a good picture. All right. What we're talking about in Matthew 25, one through 13. Am I flowing good? Sure. This, okay, yeah. just making sure. I feel like yeah. I feel discompopulated. Discompopulated. Close enough. Okay, that word. Yeah. Caddy walk is. Saw sure. a list the other day. Wonky. Really, yeah, that's all. <laughs> a list the other day. It was great. That's how I'm feeling. All I right. want that list. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to go find it. It was on Pinterest. Yeah. Anyway, Matthew 25, 1 through 13. All right. This is what they call the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. And this is the picture we're looking at. Okay. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered saying, no, at least there should be not enough for us and you. But go rather, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went with him to the wedding and the door was shut. 
afterwards, the other virgins came saying, also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor hour in which the Son of Man is coming. We're supposed to be prepared. The Lord uses the Jewish wedding as an example everywhere. And we're going to go through that in just a minute. And I'm going to really show you um, how a wedding looks in this. But that's what this is. So you had these women who were not prepared. They weren't ready. And so they hadn't gone shopping. And they were not ready for the Jesus, the bridegroom, in, in this parable, the bridegroom to come. So in the Jesus wedding, yes. No, go for it. Okay. In the, in the Jewish wedding, um, there is a dowry that's made. The, the father comes and says, hey, we want this as your bride. We're going to give you a dowry. Then when that arrangement has been made, the father and the son go back. And the son prepares a place. He builds a, a, a room on the house for his bride. And it is not ready until the father says it's ready. Then the, when it's time, the groom would make a big noise, a big, there would be this big celebration to come get his bride to and take her back home and for the wedding. And so this is that picture we see with Jesus. God did that, but the dowry was Jesus's own blood. He paid it with his own blood. And he went back to the father and he said that he's preparing a mansion for us. He's preparing a place. And when it's done, he'll come back. Have you ever thought about it, Joanna? God created the world in six days, right? I'm shaking my How head. How long yes. has Jesus been gone preparing this place for us? A couple thousand years. How magnificent. Ooh, it's going to be good. Mine is going to have some bedazzlement sure and some glitter. But I can't even for sure. fathom how it could look. If he could create this place in six days. I can't imagine a place that took thousands of years to make for us. Can you imagine like the colors, like our eyes, our, our eyes only see certain colors that are on the earth, but that's not all the colors that exist. The Lord can make any color that he wants. Our eyes can't even see everything that's actually in a room. That's true. Because he said, if, if we true. saw it, we'd be so overwhelmed. We can't do it. So yeah. the Lord is creating something so overwhelming. That we have to have resurrected bodies to be able to see it. We have to have special bodies. Yes. We have special bodies to see it. <laughs> and special eyes. Yes. And this thing about being ready, that's, ladies, that should be everything. I actually had a, a conversation about how she even brought it up. And um, we're talking about feminine products or something. And she goes, you mean you never had to send your husband to the store? No, it's not his job. It's not his business. Can you imagine mine. how embarrassing that I would be? Do I would never, I've never no. done and that. She goes, but what about... What about, you know, accidents you weren't ready? I'm like, I didn't say I was really nice. I'm like, no, I'm, I always make sure I have a, a, a shopping the way I shop and making sure I always have it on hand. But my first thought was, is, you know, when it's going to show up, how can you not be ready? Not everybody knows they're, when it's going to show up, though. But well, but you have an idea. And you can prepare around that idea. You know your body enough to go, like, I know my body enough to say, okay, um, it could be between this point and this point, so I'm prepared and ready. Yeah. And for okay. the, for those of us who were so sporadic, yeah. we didn't ha- were not regular whatsoever. Why would you not be ready every day? Like, right. Because, yeah. Anna, I believe I, I had a hysterectomy, I don't know, 15 something years ago, but... I, if I remember correct, we don't talk about this often, but if I no. remember correctly, you keep stuff in your purse. Oh, I do. All the time. Yeah. And not only that, you've stocked all the women's yeah. bathrooms at the church. I'm stocked at my house. Any <laughs> young woman who comes to my house, she knows where the stash is. Yeah. I, I should prepared. probably do that for yeah. my own, yeah. even though, you know. <laughs> Ray's walking by. I'm probably thinking, what the oh, heck are y'all talking oh, about? Oh, hi, Ray. <laughs> are we getting that look? Was that look for us? <laughs> I don't know if he can hear me or not. He might. <laughs> 
it was funny. <sighs> but I'm just saying is, I'm not going to do that to him because I... <laughs> He's being silly in the background. So, you know, like when when people are sitting at a window and then they're crouching down and they get smaller and smaller oh, yeah. and smaller and he's doing something he's very doing similar. That. He's making, yeah. Oh, he's my God. He's being silly in the background. He's hilarious. But, um, but I can't see him, but you can. That's yeah. Funny. That's why he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the that's the part about what I'm talking about being prepared. OK, maybe you don't understand about having oil. But if you're if you're a woman, you know, you're supposed to be monthly repa- prepared. OK, well, and let's flip it around. You're having a wedding. Yeah. You don't just walk in and say, okay, let's get married. Yeah. They knew that he was going to come. You get yeah. ready beforehand. Yeah. Well, you at least put some uh-huh. makeup on. Exactly. Well, here's this. This is what we, we actually have this. Well, you have to have, you have to send what? You have to send out the invitations. Yeah. You know, Matthew eleven twenty eight. come to me, all you who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There's your invitation. Yeah. Then you got to get cleaned up, don't you? At least a well, shower. You should, yeah, maybe you should get cleaned <laughs> up. At least a shower. shower. Maybe wash your hair. A little perfume. I don't wear much perfume, but by God, yeah. for my wedding, I had perfume. Yeah. <laughs> we were not taking chances. Um, do you know why uh, brides carry a huge bouquet of flowers for the wedding? And why the weddings used to be in June? Always in June. Do you have you ever heard that? No. This is what I've heard. That the reason being is that's when this winter would be over. That would be the first bath they got in months. Because they usually didn't take baths in the wintertime. Oh. Think about it. Freezing cold water. Yeah. They you didn't want to waste heating water up for a bath. Yeah. So they would get cleaned up and then they would have the bouquet of flowers because it's just in case you weren't really fresh, the flowers would cover up your body odor. Oh, that makes total yeah. sense. So that's Back why, in the day. Back in the day. So what does Jesus say in Psalms 51, 2 and and 7, verses 2 and verses 7. Wash me. Th- sorry. My text on here, the font I used. I couldn't tell. I'm like, I don't, I'm pretty sure there's not a 272 in here. Yeah, it looks like it, but there's <laughs> yeah. a space. You did good. Okay, thank you. So wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. I actually have those verses in my laundry room. Now that's a shower. That's a shower. And only, that's a clean up. And that's why I have it in my laundry room. I always remind myself that Jesus cleaned me. He's going to keep me cleaned and it's going to be okay. And if I get dirty, he'll clean me again. Nice. And I can never be so dirty that he can, he, he, he'll give up my salvation that he planned. He saved me and there's nothing I can do to undo that salvation. He is too powerful. I mean, the God who created the heavens and the earth, you think I can do enough to screw up to where he can't keep my salvation that he said, I will give you. He can't keep his promise he, about yeah, that. He is so powerful that when he cleaned me up, I am cleaned up. And if I screw up, he can clean me up again. Now it might be with a bristle brush. Yeah, that's okay. Because I need to learn a lesson. Yeah. But he's going to clean me and keep me clean. And only Jesus can make me clean as white as snow. And that's a beautiful picture of the dress, a bride's dress. Speaking of which, in Revelation nineteen fourteen, and the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on a white horse. That's us. Isn't that exciting? That's us. We're coming back with the king. <laughs> he's going to take us up we're going to have this great wedding feast i didn't even mention that there there is going to be a wedding feast which means i can actually eat and i don't have to worry about allergies and i don't have to be that person at the restaurant i'm very excited right. about that and he said um y'all should see your face she really really, <laughs> really am excited, excited about that really i'm excited <laughs> i'm not gonna sin and i can eat um i sometimes get very sad at the grocery store because i look at my basket and i look at other people's baskets and then the lord um nicely gently said why can't you thank me for the stuff that's in your basket? 
I'm like, thanks, Lord. Okay, that that's was an true. ouch. Yeah. That one hurt. Yeah, that's a slap. Yeah, that was. And I deserved it. I did. I deserved that one because I was being all pouty about the food I couldn't eat instead of being thankful for the food I could eat. So I did. I literally thanked the Lord for every single thing I had put in my shopping cart. Took me a minute. So, so now we have, so we got the invitations out. We got cleaned up. We get the dress and we get a headpiece called the crown. And in first Corinthians nine twenty five, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. That's eternity because of Jesus. Amen. I'm personally wearing a tiara when um, I get married. Oh yeah, you are. That's okay. I got my shiny diamond shoes I'm going to wear for your wedding. I love I gotta those get some shoes. In, I know. I got to get some inserts for them to <laughs> help keep my foot in there. But um, it's going. Uh, I'm it's just for you because it's all bright and shiny. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'll 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 do a bright um, a maid of is it a maid of honor? I didn't have all that. Yeah, a maid of honor's dress that will go with the shiny those shoes. All yes. oh, right. You'll get your very own. I don't even care if you pick it out. I really don't care. Yeah, you might care because you've seen my taste in clothes. I'm going to pick it out. Okay. But it's going to be pretty. Yeah, I'm about to say, Jana would help you because <laughs> yes. she would not let oh, me. she's got great taste. Yeah, she would not let me do it by myself. Jana, your sister-in-law. Yeah, she's hilarious. And she, sometimes she just looks up. I'll pick out something like, hey, what do you think? She goes, Anna. Mm-mm-mm. And then she'll go, but it looks like you. <laughs> anyway, Second um, Timothy 4, 8 goes on to say, finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge will give to me on that day. That's the day he returns. I'm so excited. And not to me only, but also to all those who loved his appearing. That's the righteousness because of Jesus. And when, as we're looking for it, we get the special crown and we get to take our crowns and give it back to Jesus. This is how I like, think about it. You know how you put a bouquet together and you pick out a bunch of different flowers to give to somebody? Well, this is kind of the same way, except we're picking out a bunch of crowns to give back to Jesus. I'm excited. I get so excited talking about the Lord's return. And I'm telling you, if you're listening to somebody and they're not excited about the Lord's return, you can go find somebody else to listen to. Because if they're not excited about the Lord's return, you need to pray for them. Because something's up. Yeah, they're not the ones to be, yeah, you to need be to taking pray for advice from. Yeah, no, yeah. Just uh, pray for them. Pray for them. I'm about to open up this fizzy drink that oh, Anna you know, got us. So yeah. if, if well, the it, one you got us is good. We think alike, so we're like bringing snacks. And I couldn't tell you how much our snacks were real similar. Like I got walnut, she's got pecans. I brought some type of sparkling water. She brought a sparkling water. Um, got I, these things that y'all loved last time. Yeah. And, well, then then I did a little different. I I got some pepperoni, yeah. and then I got. Oh, I'm really, totally eating some of those that really good healthy chips cheese. with dairy-free cream cheese. Yeah. Anyway, y'all get to hear what our food is. <laughs> um, hey, feel free to stop. Go get you some food. Get you a snack. Sit down. Eat. Popcorn, if you're in whatever. your car, I don't necessarily recommend that unless no. you want to. I don't recommend driving through a drive-through. Unless maybe it's Chick-fil-A or Waterburger. Oh, that sounds amazing. Or Waterburger. Oh, maybe. that sounds amazing. I can't eat their chicken anymore. It has soy. Ah, I know. But they got a pretty good salad news. I can eat. Anyway, um, back to this. So now, let's... Oh my gosh, this is amazing, Anna. I know. I know. It's like a soda, but not a soda. It's amazing. And it has stevia, so it's one of the sugars I'm allowed to have. Where did you get this? Kroger. Okay. Yeah. Now I know what to look for. And if you don't like... Sorry, detour. Yeah, and if you don't like Kroger or they have something that they don't stand for, I'm so sorry. We're not endorsing anybody. It's just that that happens. I live in Alvin. Don't get a whole lot of... You get some choices, but if you want really healthy, you know, stuff, you... The, I don't know who procures for Al, uh, Kroger. I know it's a purchasing thing. I, I think purchasing thoughts. 
because I'm a purchaser. I'm like, one of the things cares? I do, but I can tell that the, you do. So, I do. And yes. I can tell the person who purchases at Kroger, that one, they must have allergies because they have stuff there. I have not seen at other Kroger's or even HEB. Yeah. I've never seen this yeah. at my Kroger. And a date sugar. I just saw it for the first time at Kroger. I've never seen that anywhere else. I didn't even know that existed. I know. And it's great. I am going to get yes, some. Because I can. Oh, I meant to bring you some. Remind me to bring you some to my, to try. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, um. I, 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 wow. I really detoured from crowns, ladies. I am, my apologies. Uh, that was my fault because of this yummy, delicious, bubbly. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. So anyway, we, we talked about being eternally because we have eternity. <laughs> we, we have eternity because of Jesus. We have righteousness because of Jesus. Amen. And James 1 12 says, blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. We have endurance because of Jesus. We can endure anything. We can get through temptation because of Jesus. Jesus made a vow of eternity. What is your vows? Think about that. What is your vows? Jesus made a vow for eternity for us because he loved us. As Ray says, we're not worthless. We're priceless, priceless because Jesus, Jesus, the Messiah died to redeem us so we could be set for life so that we could have all eternity. What, what vows are we making to Jesus? Did we make a vow to him? Did we break our vow? Probably guarantee you we broke our vow. But guess what? We In can, our humanness, we, and, we did yeah, break our vow. But we can say, I'm sorry. And we can, tomorrow's next, one of the best things I ever learned from nutrition, doing all the nutrition classes and nutritionists, every one of them says the same. If you make a mistake today on your eating, it's okay. Do better on the next meal. Yeah. It's about the next meal. It's not about, oh, I screwed up for the whole day. No. Do better on the next meal. Do better on the next snack. It's the same with Jesus. Hey, I screwed up right now. That's okay. Do better with your next action. Oops, I hurt that person's feelings. Go apologize. Yeah. Do it better. It's never too late till you die. And if you die without Jesus, it's too late. There's nothing you can do about it. There is no purgatory. I'm sorry if you've been told there was a purgatory. It is not in the Bible. There is no purgatory. All the movies nowadays that show you zombies or vampires or ghosts, none of that's real. Because God says when you die, you come before my throne. And you got either the, th- the great white throne, which you should be scared to death if you go before that. That's judgment. Or you go before the... Um, is it the Bema seat? The Bema seat. Thank you. I was like, there's a, I know it's not Beamer. And I know it starts with a B. <laughs> yeah. It's the Bema seat, which is saying, hey, all this junk you did is going to burn up. But what is left is what I will see. And that's where, how we get our rewards. We're not going to get away with our stuff. You're like, oh, we're going to get away with. No, we don't get away with it. Uh, No. No. But Jesus took care of it. That actually scares me yeah. more. Going before the Lord and going, I'm so sorry I did that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry you had to go through what you went through because of my yeah. death. Yeah, exactly. I'm so sorry. But he's going to, in the end, because of Jesus, we can walk in eternity with him. And then we get to come back on the horses back when he sits on the throne of David in the city of Jerusalem. I don't know what's going to be like that after that, but I'm so excited. Be right. An adventure. <laughs> All right. So now that we've gone through that, we've gone through the wedding. She wants a wedding. Now she's committed. Now she went from being lazy to being ready to saying, let's do this. I want to do this. And she says, yeah, I charge I you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or by the does of the field, do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. You either be all in or all out. There is no halfway doing it. These ladies 
that kept following her around. Remember the ladies, they always followed her around. Um, one of the uh, reasons the commentaries think is that it, because it's a daydream, because um, you don't normally have a crowd with you for such intimacy. There's a word for that. That's wrong. So it's because she's daydreaming. And what she's saying is you either be all in or all out. Um, it, you be committed or don't be committed. We'd be faithful. Don't be faithful. You're either sold out for Jesus or you're not. And you know what? That and he even talks about being lukewarm. And he, yes, he can't stand oh, no. it. He would rather you be cold than lukewarm. Yeah. Don't be a fence setter. Get pick a side. Be yeah. on it. Stand firm. Be committed. God loves commitment to whatever we're doing. I'm not saying I'm not talking about abuse. Again, I'm not talking about abuse. I'm not talking about abusers. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a commitment with Jesus, a commitment with your husband. If your husband is abuser, then be committed to praying for him and for his salvation. We have seen it work. We have seen people either. We've seen one of two things. God releases the believer and gets them out of it, or he fixes it and fixes the husband. Yep. I've seen it both ways. And if you're the abuser, ladies, really think hard. Am I the abuser? There are ladies who are out there. Oh, who are it's abusers. totally possible. Very much. I've met a few of the ladies who I know are abusers. Yeah. And you need to say, I need to stop and I need the Lord to help me. Yeah. And you need to ask your husband to pray for you. Yeah. He might be a little mad because, you know, because of the abuse. But you need to pray, get people to pray around you, get help. Don't be an abuser, get help. All right. So let's look, talk a little bit about wedding from the bridegroom's point of view. Um, one of it where we find it is in Psalms 45. I'm good. Okay. See, I tilted my head to ask her if she wanted to break, but she says that in the microphone, I'm good. So I'm good. Oh, funny. <laughs> really funny, Joanna. All right. <laughs> do, do you need a break? Yeah. No, I'm just checking okay. on you. I'm good. Okay, fine. All right. Psalm 45, 1 through 17. Let's read it. And it's to the chief musician set to the lilies. You know, they reference the lilies several times, I think. I'd like to know what the lilies are. What hmm. song was that? Hmm. What? What did that tune sound like? All right. Maybe I'll find out in heaven one day. Maybe. Okay. Wouldn't that be cool? That is cool. There's going to be a lot of things we're going to find out in heaven. They're just going to be so awesome. Because one, the Lord made music. So there's definitely music out there. All right. A contemplation of the sons of Korah. A song of love. My heart is overflowing with a good theme. I recite my composition concerning the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You are fairer than the sons of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your thigh, O mighty one. That's in all caps. That's the Lord. With your, that's the Lord, glory in your majesty. All about the Lord. And in your majesty, ride prosperous. Prosperously. That word. Because, hey, Ray at least has an excuse. He has trouble with Hebrew. I have trouble with English. And that's my first language. (laughs) Because of truth, humility, and righteousness. And your right hand shall teach you awesome things. Your arrow are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. The people fall under you. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. 
All your garments are scented with myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory palaces by which they have made you glad. King's daughters are among your honorable women. At your right hand stand the queen in gold from Orifair. Listen, O daughter, consider, incline your ear, forget your own people also in your father's house. So the king will greatly desire your beauty because he is your Lord. Worship him. And the daughter of Tyra will come with a gift. The rich among the people will seek your favor. The royal daughter is a glory is all glorious within the palace. Her clothing is woven with gold. She shall be brought to the king in robes of many colors. The virgin, her companions who follow her, shall be brought to you. With gladness and rejoicing, they shall be brought. They shall enter the king's palace. Instead of your father shall be your sons, whom you shall be make princes in all the earth. I will make your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore, the people shall praise you forever and ever. And we get back to Jesus. Doesn't this sound like the book of Song of Solomon kind of all like squished? <laughs> yeah. So it's very cool. You know, in the Psalm. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, all through here, there's capital letters. And yes. And so this is how we know this is about well, us and the Lord. Yes. This is about our relationship with the Lord. And, and we're talking about the king. And, and then there are other verses show. Um, you know, like Revelation 19 and faithfulness, righteousness. I mean, there are so many aspects that I just wanted to read that because it's like this book of Songs of Solomon all together. And um, you think about it, Ruth had said, you know, um, let your people be my people. You know, that's why Genesis that the Lord said, therefore the king shall, uh, I mean, the man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Um, I don't know. I'm just. I know. I am. I am just struggling right now. This are we clinging to the Lord? I mean, who are we clinging to? You know. Do we? Do we? Do are we clinging to Jesus or becoming a runaway bride? Also, who are we supposed to to resemble? Right. We're supposed you to be know? about Jesus, and this is what this is talking yeah. about: is 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 the Lord in His his bride and he, and he uses the King's daughters and, and talks about the, he's showing that relationship in here. And, and I mean, we're not going to go too far into it. Cause I think we could probably do our, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I, I think we should have done our own podcast just on Psalm 45 because <laughs> it sits so well. He's talking about the sweetness yes, of the relationship. relationship and the committed relationship that it's togetherness. And, and that, um, it's, it is a love story. It's just, it's an overwhelming one when you read it. You just kind of get overwhelmed when you read it into thinking, that's how the Lord sees me. That's how the Lord looks at us. You're my bride. I love you. You're beautiful. I want to be with you. The king of all glory, the king of heaven and earth, the one who made everything wants to be with us. And the only way he could describe it is describing it through the relationship of a husband and wife, because that's how much he desires us. And that's common to us. We we recognize yeah. that. So very cool. Okay. It's so sweet. And um, for those of us who have never been in a loving relationship, who maybe never been married, or maybe, maybe come are, from a broken home, yeah, or our marriage was broken, um, the Lord has something better. Yes, not human. Exactly, something better that 
he has put together for us. And even though we might not have experienced even a little bit of it down here on earth, um, the what he has prepared for us is going to be mind-blowingly amazing. And sometimes he won't let us have other relationships until we work on our relationship with him. I agree with that. I had to do that, didn't you? Yeah, I did too. I did Um, too. I was too damaged to have another relationship, even with um, a really close friend. Yeah. And and I had to work on my relationship with him because I didn't know how to be. um, Right. I didn't know how to be good, a good person. I didn't know how to be a, an undamaged person. Right. I couldn't. We we were living in such survival mode in vic, in um yeah. We were a victim, so we lived in a survival mode, and that's and, where you were when Ray uh, well, met you. Yeah, I was. I was in survival mode. I was mm-hmm. like, mm. but um, I was thinking about uh when you said that. I had a thought in my mind, and it just went. Poop. That's okay. That's okay. I'll think Better about it in a minute. Yeah. Yep. Because we were talking about relationship and that the Lord, you know, oh, the first time I read through the Songs of Solomon, I almost didn't make it. I didn't think I was actually going to make it. It was so speaking to me so much and convicting me so much that I was, most of the time I was a puddle and it was constant warfare the whole time I went through this yeah. whole book. I got to the point where I was trying to avoid it because I knew what would happen when I get back to reading it. And I was absolutely shocked when you said you wanted to do it as a podcast. I'm like, what? Are you sure? Because it was not good the uh, first go around. No, it, it almost destroyed as me. And the Lord was, was really working on me about it. Showing you yeah. all kinds. He was showing me all my damage. And you don't want to see your Nobody damage. Nobody wants to see their no. damage. And that's what I was and seeing. I was seeing all my damage. And because of my damage, he was showing me the damage I was causing others. I'm like, yeah. thanks. This is This is great. But. When you pray to seek the Lord, when you pray and ask to be like him and you want the fruits of the spirit, it doesn't always come the way you think it does. Yeah. You know, Mm. that whole self-control thing. Thanks, diet. Yeah. 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 All right. So let's get into a little bit more fun stuff because now she's like committed. We want to get married. What's the bridegroom's going to see? So verse six, the Shulamite's talking about the bridegroom. Who is this coming out of the wilderness like a pillar of smoke perfumed with myrrh and frankincense with all the merchant fragrance powder? Okay, this is where the, the, broom, the groom is coming. She says coming out of the wilderness. The groom is coming to get his bride. She's ready. She's prepared. Uh, coming out of the wilderness means there's been a change. Um, sometimes we are in the wilderness. Not to destroy us, but been to there. change us. Been there too. for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.